Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. I want to talk to you today about God's favor. You see, we understand that the definition of grace is God's favor, his power, and his divine influence. But there is a difference, my friend, between favor and favoritism, and many don't recognize it so that it causes envy to rise up within them against those who are walking in God's favor or the power of his amazing grace. You see, favoritism is unfair. It is unjustly choosing one over another. It is being a respecter of persons, which scripture tells us that God is not a respecter of persons. But what he is a respecter of is faith. Because we read that we are saved by grace through faith. So that it is faith that releases the grace or the favor of the Lord. In the Old Testament, we read the story of Joseph and his coat of many colors. And for all accounts and purposes, it is a story of God's favor because Joseph wore God's favor like a coat. That favor that was represented in the coat that his father gave him that was so brightly colored that stood out. It was noticeable when you have the favor of the Lord upon you. People will notice it. And just like for Joseph, it's not only going to stir up the blessings of heaven, but also envy, attack, and opposition. You see, Joseph as a young child had a dream. He had a vision. He saw that God had a plan for him, that God was going to use him in mighty ways, and that it would actually cause his brothers and his family to bow down before him. And so when he told them of this Envy rose up within them and they began to plot against him. And we might look at this and say, wait a minute, that's favoritism. But it's not because you see, we try to give God the same logic that we have, but we are not God. We are created beings and he works very differently than we do. He exists outside of time so that he sees the end from the beginning. God knew what was in the heart of Joseph. He knew what was in the heart of his brothers. He knew that there was faith in this child, that he believed what God showed him. And in his innocence, he confessed out of his mouth what he believed in his heart because the Lord had shown him something. And now God was going to start the journey that would move him towards this destination. And God was going to cause the opposition and the attacks and the plots and plans of his enemy to help to condition, equip, and position him for greatness. You see, though scripture tells us plainly that God is no respecter of persons, we do see that throughout history, God has used men, women, and even children who demonstrated uncommon faith because it is faith that releases God's grace. It is that favor that he entrusts them with something because he knows that they trust him and will follow his instruction. This is why scripture tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God, that we must truly believe that he is God and we are not. 
And that when we believe that, we will diligently seek him. And because we have sought and trusted him in faith, he will reward us with favor, which is his grace. And so it was with Joseph. This child of absolute innocent faith grew into a young man. And at about the age of 17, the envy in his brothers had risen to such a degree that they plotted and planned to kill him. But one of the brothers stepped in and said, no, let this blood not be upon us, but let us sell him into slavery. And in this, we see the opposition rising up against him yet again, but God turning it actually to work to position him, to bring him into the destiny and plans that God had for him. My friend, if you are truly serving the God of all creation, the enemy will rise up against you. But as long as you stand in faith and trust in God's grace and his favor on your life, he will cause even the attacks of your enemy to position you and push you to the place that he has called you so that he can use you to deliver his truth and his grace through you to those around you. So do not be discouraged by the attacks and the opposition, but praise God in the midst of them, that even the storms that are rising up against you can drive you to the shore where God's next mission is awaiting you. Because while Joseph's brothers meant to kill God's favor on his life, tried to crush this destiny, this plan, and this purpose that God had for him, We see that they could not do it. They could not take it from him because he was wearing it like a coat. Though they took his physical coat away, that spiritual favor still laid upon him and it followed him wherever he went. And in actuality, their envy only drove God's favor out of their presence. My friend, envy will cause you to attack those that God could have used to bless you. And so Joseph was sold into slavery and he went into Egypt and he was bought and he became a servant in a mighty man's house in the land of Egypt. And in Genesis chapter 39 verse 2 it says, And the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace or favor in his sight and he served him and he made him overseer over his house and all that he had he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not aught he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. How interesting this is that Joseph's own family became envious of him and drove this favor away from them, which could have blessed them. Yet it was recognized by an enemy. It was recognized by this Egyptian who took him in and gave him control over all of his household because he could recognize that God was blessing and prospering everything that he did. The favor had followed him. He was still wearing it like a coat. Though they took his coat of many colors, they had not succeeded in taking the true mantle of God's favor from him. But as we continue to progress in the story, we see that it's not only the favor that followed him, God's blessing and provision, 
but it is also the opposition. Because though he was blessed and prospering in this man's house, we see that something rose up against him and the man's wife falsely accused him and caused him to be thrown into prison. Yet again, do we see God using the attacks of his enemy to teach him and equip him and prepare him for the destiny that God had shown him. God could have stopped it, but instead he allowed it. So many times we cry out, God, why is this happening to me? But we see this story of this humble and faithful man. And we see that God allowed certain levels of opposition to rise up against him because that he was using it to equip and position him to fulfill a greater mission, to bring greater victory, to change a territory, to stand in the destiny that God had planned for him so that in the end, he would come to the conclusion that he could not even be mad at them for what had happened because God had worked all things together for the good. All of it was worth it because even the attacks of his enemies brought him to the place of promised victory. Because it was in that prison that he was made ruler over the affairs of the prison and began to learn how to lead in mightier things. And it was in that prison that he met the men that would bring him to Pharaoh's table, where ultimately his destiny would be fulfilled and God would use him to save an entire nation and a people from starvation. And though through envy he had lost his place in his father's house and been granted place rule over an Egyptian's house, and then through attack he had been stripped of the rule over that Egyptian's house and was put in a prison cell and then was made master and authority over the prison and then was taken from that and was put in Pharaoh's house and now everything that had been taken from him was given back to him multiplied many times when the promise came alive. He was made master over not just an Egyptian's house but over Pharaoh's house. He got positioned back not just in his family but the dream that he had had that started it all that they bowed before him and he was able to save them and give them much provision in the midst of a time of starvation. So that in the end, his brothers came before him, pleading for their lives, knowing that they had tried to kill him and that he was now a man of great power, wealth and authority. The favor had finally manifested. Though it had always been with them, he had carried it. He had worn it like a coat. Though they took that coat of many colors from him, it did not strip the mantle, the favor that the Lord had placed upon him. He carried it all of those years in all of those hard and difficult places until finally the moment came where God's grace manifested. It shone through and the destiny that God had for him came to life. That promised seed that he had been carrying all those years finally sprang forth. And his brothers knelt before him and cried for mercy, saying, Please do not kill us, though we are worthy of death. But Joseph, in his wisdom, said this, Fear not, but as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good, to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Genesis 50 Chapter 50, verses 19 and 20. Joseph held no offense for the actions of their envy, for the attacks and opposition that rose up against him, because in the end he could see how God had used it 
to bring him to a place of humility that he might rightly rule, that he might cause others to partake of the fruits of his victory. Favor, God's grace, poured upon him because of his faith that it might flow through him to everyone around him. But first he had to take the attacks of all those around him who lacked in understanding and faith. So if God has promised you a destination, be patient in the waiting. You will never be part of great victories if you're not first willing to be part of great battles. My friend, when you run from opposition, you are also running from opportunity. Stay in position. Pray, trust, walk in humility, stand in faith, and wait for that favor and grace to finish what it started. And God will surely bring you from glory to glory. So, Father, we come before you humbly and we bend the knee and we seek you, Lord, from a place of humility that you might speak to us directly because your word says that your sheep know your voice. And so, Lord, we have to believe that you desire to speak to your children. So, Lord, we ask you to each heart that is listening today, Lord, to speak to them individually, that you might impart to them, Lord, the promises and blessed assurances of the plan that you have laid before them from the very foundations of the world. Lord, that you might give them a revelation of the destination and that they then might be willing to stand in faith on the things that they have heard you say, that they have read in your word. You are the truth, the way, and the light, and we choose today to put our faith in you, that you might then release the grace or the favor, which then grants us the power of the kingdom of heaven to walk into the greater things, the destiny that you have for us. I choose today to believe what you had to say. No matter what the naysayers may speak in my ear, no matter who may preach unbelief to me, I choose to believe what was spoken by my King. But as we pray this, Lord, we also pray, even as Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane, God, strengthen me. Because I know that it will not only bless me, but it will cause opposition to rise up against me. But Lord, just like Joseph, who stood even against the opposition of his own family, we say, Lord, I trust in your love for me. I'm going to wear that favor like a coat. And no matter what any man may try to take out of my hand, they cannot take me out of his. I trust in the love, the power, the favor the blood, and the promises of Jesus. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.